episode! Welcome to the Infinite Creative Podcast. I'm going to go ahead and do it. My name is Sean, and this is my ombre. Fitz. Well, welcome. Well, this is a special one, apparently. Lots of things happened, and we did podcasting now for over a year or a year. I'm not 100% sure. Over a year. Over a year. I think we're at like 14 months now. We're professionals. We got the double digits in the Spotify money rolling in you know so the passive money <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah a lot's changed man in in a year and a half i mean um so yeah we're almost we're sitting around almost 200 followers amongst the platforms i think um i think our total plays on spotify last time i checked um just on there i think is something like seven or eight grand something some large number which i never yeah. thought would have we would have ever gotten anywhere near to um, and yeah, and so we're, we're getting followers all the time. We're getting people reaching out to be guests now. I mean, I think things are really picked up. I mean, it's, we've really hit that kind of 14 month point that by now a lot of people have given up, I think. So, so I yeah. think now we're starting to see those rewards, man. But yeah, congrats, dude. Congrats. Yeah. First off, like most people stop up after episode three to five. So that is like where most people just stop doing it because they realize, oh, we have to edit it and we have to have to have this. We have to have that. And then it's like, you know, kind of demotivating because like podcasting and just video production in general, there's a lot of moving parts, especially when you work with another person. And haha, where are we slacking the last episode, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've we've kind of slowed down on this end. I think the last few weeks, um, we've had some episodes kind of um, just just there that we could use. So I think we've we've kind of been using those, and yeah. you know, I think that's the biggest takeaway. If like for anyone that's starting a podcast, is like you know, you have to be squishy, right? Like, there's no way you're gonna hit the same time every day, every week for year after year. Like, so you have to kind of have these squishy moments, right? Where we yeah. can kind of be a little lazy or a little too busy with something else. Yeah, also life is happening for everybody and it's like about the long-term game and that that's what I think is nowadays like highly, highly undervalued because we want to do like that. You know, it's the Instagram Reels thing. If you post Reels on Instagram, YouTube, whatever, it's easy to get a couple thousand views but it's mm -hmm. really hard to actually grind it out and make the long form really good or like good that it's like getting recommended but everybody wants instant rewards and that is not what it's about because we started that podcast actually for like, hey, I'm Fitz. I want to learn from master business mind Sean, you know, and we are usually meeting up at a coffee shop and just like, let's have a chat, you know, that was the whole inspiration besides it, you know, and I think a lot of good things came from it. You have some good things on your mind that you could refer to? Yeah, yeah. So here in a second, I, I think I, we can go a little bit down uh, memory lane on a couple of, of, of places. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, some of the highlights I think for this, the podcast has been for me and what I kind of tell a lot of other creatives is it just helps me talk about stuff. Um, the more talking we've done, the better we've gotten at talking, right? I mean, we've mm -hmm. logged now that this is episode 50, at least 50 hours of talking now about stuff. way more, way more. So, you know, and that's so, yeah, so we're probably more like 70 or 80 hours with this podcast. So I think that's been kind of the highlight for me is some of the things I've said on this podcast. Now I've said in client meetings, I've said with friends and things, because I think it's helped me solidify my thoughts and stuff. Yeah. Um, hopefully you felt that too. 
Yeah, on that note, I, I must say, you know, like numbers are always a big thing and people are getting, uh, getting hung up on them. And not everything is measurable, you know. If you have a guest on and you deepen a connection, you're more likely to be hired. It's more likely you stay friends with somebody. It's more likely, you know, that they think about you, they check out your stuff, they support your stuff. And if they do just one share, it means the world and can change the world in a way. I hope that makes sense because, like, people underestimate everything they're just like okay it didn't get a thousand views didn't get a hundred views didn't get whatever you know they put a judgment on it and they just completely ignore the people who showed up because like all the people who showed up they actually matter and they actually impact everyone's life you know like if somebody just oh yeah i, I learned this you know and they make a completely different um, direction in their life or go a different path down just because like oh i see this now in a different way you know or i learned something or that was like you know game changing yeah, I, th I think that's some of my best you know my favorite moments too is yeah when you see it kind of um you know inspiring other people and helping other people um i think you know uh, a couple of our guests that we've had podcasts with it was our their first podcast and now they're off podcasting so we we helped Ooh. at least make them not feel so nervous and you know i think a lot of people they they look at podcasts and i think they have a hard time seeing like how am i going to get value from this right like if i if i Money make a podcast like the thing they say how, you know how am i gonna yeah i'm not gonna get like you know how am i gonna i'm not gonna be mr beast i'm not gonna be joe rogan um, and then, you know, uh, and then they look at how much you need to monetize. And it's a lot. It's quite a bit when you start at zero to get to that monetization level on YouTube. It's like a million miles away. So so I think a lot of people they get up to that starting line and they just kind of ask themselves, like, why, why would I do this? I don't I don't really see the value. And and I've talked to a couple other people. And I think just us having the podcast, I've actually seen their opinion change where they've actually been like, you know what? When you first started that podcast, I really don't know why you did it. I didn't really understand it. I didn't get it and I didn't really see how it would benefit you but then now that we're here at episode 50 I have people kind of saying like you know what I, I actually see the good in that I actually see the value of what you're doing like you're you are building that fan club over the years and it's going to take some time but you yeah. already have kind of a following now behind you because of it so I think I think it's a it's a it's a thing that it's good to have someone like you I think that's where like your value comes in really well because you're really good at being like don't worry about the value now don't worry about the value later just do it just put it out there um, and if you put it out there, um, everything will start to work out the more you put out there. So I think that that's been a good lesson for me to learn is, you know, we plan some of these podcasts, this one in, in, you know, included that, you know, I, my first plan is always this big, crazy, audacious, awesome, amazing <laughs> plan. And then, you know, I think this podcast has taught me to, you know, sometimes when you can do that plan, do it. But, you know, sometimes just recording the dang episode is better than it being a perfect episode. So sometimes yeah. just give up the plan, hit record and just just push forward. That, that is a big one, because like I feel like sometimes, you know, when life gets tough and, you know, it can get you down, you know, like let's say you have a lot of things going on and you're just like, OK, if I'm going to make this one painting, it has to be a real good banger. Otherwise, it's not worth anything. And then you stop practicing and you maybe lose completely like the passion for it. And you stop, you know, just because mm -hmm. life got bad. It's like the same with people who go to the gym. They get sometimes an accident and they have to recover. They cannot work out. And then they're just mm -hmm. like, OK, they're completely out of it just because of one little thing. But if they would have done the like, OK, let's just do it anyways, even if it's just a la -di da thing, just to keep the habit going. That is like for me the biggest takeaway. It's all about like momentum and it's like being hyper aware about like, okay, we're slacking, we're slacking. Now we, we really need to do whatever it takes just to keep on doing 
and mm-hmm. trying to get back into that momentum because it's like like a wave that is going on and you have to build that wave up because in the beginning it will not do anything but in the end when the wave gets really big and it impacts a lot of people then magical things are happening oh 100 percent. i think you're 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 100 on it because people want to tie themselves to something that that seems like it's unbeatable right like if, if there's no stopping us then people want to be attached to this but at the beginning you know it's it's hard because people don't they don't see that momentum yet and even you don't see that momentum i know when we started this podcast you know it was hard for me some of those first episodes to even come and record it because i was like I don't see the momentum and I don't know when the momentum is going to begin. Right. When you, when you, you know, I, I have a, I've a past and this tends to happen with a lot of people where if you, if you have like successful online projects, um, you tend to have more successful online projects because you keep telling your audience, Hey, I have something new. And then they jump over and it just keeps expanding that way. But for us that haven't really ever done a great job on any of our online projects, it can be definitely a very big obstacle. I think to start something like a podcast, right? Because you're, you're like, well, I did that art project and I only got five likes ever for it. Or I did that video thing only. So you get to this point where you're like, why would I start something else? Because the internet's not really asking for it. Yeah. Um, so, so, so it is. I think it's in this, like you said, this first four to five episodes. I think that that's what's happening, right? Is you're, you think you're going to put out that first episode and you're like, all right, let's see if we can get 1K, right? I'm going to keep yeah. it low. 1K likes. And you're like, oh, I got zero likes and three <laughs> views. So and you bring up a good point there, though. You know, like, let's, let's go back memory lane and be like, when we started out the podcast, you were not really actively posting anything, you know? And here's me, the, 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 the drunken goose running around doing a little bit of everything, you know? Let's figure this out. And, you know, being a, a lot of ADHD, a lot of, of about like, let's push stuff, you know? But look at it. You produced more content now in a year than you ever have, I think, like video-wise. At least video-wise, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and I mean, I and I think that's that's important, right? Is to is to sometimes you have to be the one that jumps around and does stuff. You have to be the one to push someone to do something. So I think you know, I think you did that pretty well at the beginning. You know, I, you know, I could have my weird regards of like, you know, maybe we could have planned things better. Maybe things could have been more solid and not as time wasty as they were. But you know, it the was good to have long. you be. But it's good that you were like, you know, let's do it, though. Let's just do this. And, you know, and that's kind of is one benefit you do have at the beginning that I think um, anyone that is popular would love to have is the fact that, like, when nobody's watching, then you can do anything, right? Like, if we don't have a big viewership that we're going to lose, then we can take risks. We can we can have a podcast that we think we're live streaming, and then by the end we we see that we haven't been streaming at all. You know, we can have those types of podcasts where neither of us have done our homework and we don't come in at all with what we were supposed to come up with. We're like, let's just wing it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, you know, because, you know, that's that's the kind of benefits of not having a huge audience. You know, um, we, we you know, we it, it, I've actually thought it's kind of funny and dorky. But the last month or two, we've had a couple unsubscribes and I've actually been ecstatic about it because I'm like, if we're getting unsubscribes, that means we have uh, subscribes. That means we actually have an audience, a big enough audience to make some people unhappy. We've actually hit that point. But, you know, in those first like 30 episodes, we don't have an audience like nobody cares. So just take the you know, we could do the podcast in the nude like it's whatever. We have 20 episodes like nobody cares. Yeah, I I think like what was Gary Vaynerchuk's thing? He had like three or five hundred episodes with no followers. And then he blew up to the new conglomerate that he is. And if you think about the number to generate something for 500 episodes or 400, and then it looks like you came out of nowhere. And, you know, people, they don't look at your history, you know. 
all the little things they matter like the the things that you figure out how to systemize something how to make something more efficient you learn a bunch of little things that don't have really an impact right now but when you start that one thing that really is popping off you learn so many little things that you hit this new thing with so much power that everybody's like whoa he just started a new show or he Mm -hmm. just did this new thing he did this new art piece and it's like magnificent but nobody sees like all the tiny increments that played into that you know what i mean so it's like i would not even care about like all the things that are going on right now because like Mm -hmm. it is near impossible to immediately like oh i hit a gold mine you know and let's i'm viral i'm big i'm you know i make the money and we're, we're gucci you know ain't happening or it could happen but unlikely you know yeah yeah and i think you know it's it's exactly like i I, you can't do it for the money um you you have to have some love for the game i think to do what we're doing um because like you said we we had talked about the stuff we're talking about on this podcast we had talked about years ahead of the podcast you know like we would just go have coffee and talk about these things and so so yes there's a point of it you just have to kind of do it for yourself and that seems very egotistical to just want to talk about yourself and about your experiences but but you do you have to to a degree you kind of have to do it for your happiness and your joy yeah Um, and so i think that's hopefully it's red for all of you guys out there that's watching this you know hopefully you've you've definitely felt that we we're having fun doing this it's it's good to you know have us just talk about the stuff on our mind yeah um so so before we kind of go down any memory lane, um, which, you know, is just going to be more just us talking about some of our favorite episodes and stuff, I did want to, like, talk about one piece of news that w- that happened this week. Yeah. I, I, I would I, I like think, to break into some new news. I, um, I think that's a good thing because, like, I want to put a little bit in between there because, like, let's put the memory lane on the back, you know, because we, we are rambling on about how great and what you can learn when you do something for long. Let's put mm-hmm. some buffers in between. So what is your first news article? Well, yeah, let's, um, well, let me, uh, let me actually, should have had this already ready to go. Here we are, episode 50, ready to go. (laughs) (laughs) The stress, the struggle, game is on. (laughs) That is now my new intro music for... You, you got to talk in front of the mic. You're ultra quiet. Okay, I won't talk at all. Then. Sorry. All right. Sorry about that, everybody. Okay, so, to, you know, I wanted to just talk a little bit about this, about a big rebranding that happened this week that everyone should probably know about, and that rebranding would be X, right? Twitter becoming X. What? And, and that rebranding happening. I not know that. Wait, you haven't even heard of this? Wow, this is fresh for Fitzay. So this happened a few days ago, maybe four or five days ago now, um, where yeah. Elon um, tweeted. At first, he tweeted an X, which is really funny. First off, as a, as a type typographic nerd, I do want to pause and say, so that X, their new logo, is actually a Unicode symbol, which is really cool. So you could actually type that X out if you could find the Unicode shortcut on your keyboard. Um, so that Unicode was actually in the 2001, I guess, um, bunch that they had released. So that's actually kind of interesting. But, okay, um, but yeah, um, he rebranded Twitter to X fully. It's, it's, so if you go to Twitter.com or if you go to X.com, it'll go to Twitter.com, and it's now X. Oh, that's cool. On that note, because you're a uh, 
graphic designer and you're all about the design life and i think like we owe it to the people who are listening to the podcast i think like if you would describe this logo do you think the logo is well designed and how would you describe it right now because like i kind of see a y in there too if it's on the the first background um yeah and right now i'm just pulling up their website i'm actually interested to see what pops up okay yep so it's the little x that pops up um so yeah so you um Exactly. Here's Ooh, the X. It's funny because they put it right on the same Twitter, the old Twitter background, but now it's an X. It's kind of funny. It's still that bright blue. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it kind of on a graphic on a graphic level, I think it's it's a good mark on a graphic level. Sure. Um, does it really inspire anything? Is it really uh, groundbreaking? No. Um, I think the the bird was really cool because it was kind of it was it was against the whole rounded rectangle thing, rounded square thing you yeah. saw happen for a while with Facebook, Instagram, every pretty much everyone LinkedIn, and so they kind of went away from that. And I did love that they did that, and they had this just kind of bird that was beautifully designed. Um, but now it's like it's one of those things that's like a graphically simple thing, but it's almost too graphically simple if that makes sense. Or it's not yeah, really I feel kind of like they, they lost the, the human touch on it, you know, because humans like animals and usually it's like, you know, you got to have a logo and you got to have like a mascot, you know, and the Twitter thing had both, you know, so that's why I'm like, oh, it's kind of cute. It's a bird tweeting, you know, I'm like, oh, this is like, you know, this is mm -hmm. cute, you know, now yeah. we have that whole static X that is like very industrial mm -hmm. kinder futuristic stylish kinder vibe mm -hmm. for me and i'm like how does it relate to the tweeting you know it seems like a designer came in and it's just like new branding new anything and now it's not working with tweeting you know yeah and you know and i have a theory here so so i think this is all elon i think i don't even think he had an outside branding firm help him and which i think is a problem and my thinking behind this is um a lot of people don't know this but paypal when paypal which was owned by elon musk started by elon musk back in the late 90s he actually wanted to call that pay x or x as well so he wanted to use x and then what other company has x in it well spacex does so and and his thinking i guess behind this being an x is he wants this to be an app of everything he wants it to be a banking app social media app he wants it to do everything and so that i think that's be. why he did x because for him x is everything yeah i mean that makes a lot of sense like elon that that fits his style and i think also like the future of apps is basically becoming everything because like um we both or all of us kind of experience like when you're like oh a friend sends me pay me request on like facebook and you're like facebook you know what has my bank to do with facebook and it's like they're trying to become the marketplace they're trying to become like you know the the, the direct communication with call right. voice video everything you know and they just get more and more implemented in our lives now it's like the thing in china it's also very big like there's like the i think it's wechat or whatever and they basically have everything in an app and each year right. or each couple of years there's a new app coming out that integrates everything better into one app what is kind of right. interesting right you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of when um super walmarts came on the scene which i'm actually you know i i think that happened when i was just a young kid but you went from all these small stores to like well we're super walmart we're gonna do it all like why yeah. did you ever go to the mom and pop store when you come to super walmart and get it all and i feel like that's 
that's kind of what he's trying to do, right? You know, this may even, you could even say, is trying to push out all the small apps and trying to push out all these small services to be like, no, why would you go do these tiny things? Come back onto the X and have it all in the same space. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, I have some th thoughts about that um, where, you know, obviously on a, on, a, on a development point of view, sure, can you, can you have everything in the same place? Sure. But does it create some possible security problems? Maybe when you have a bank account attached to your social security account, I could see some problems there. Um, but also, you, you're, you're kind of trying to do, I think there is that, that, that possibility they're trying to do too much here, that, they're, that, they're, that, that he's trying to make Twitter to be this huge conglomerate of all these different things when really Twitter did really good at doing a few things really, 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 really well. And, yeah. um, but yeah, and, and the biggest thing here too, that I, we haven't even talked about is that he's lost so much ad revenue, um, something like 60 to 70% of all Twitter's old ad, ad revenue is now left, which was, that was yeah. their, that was their purse. Talking so do you think this will help that? Do you think this will hurt that, this, this rebrand? I, I think it's a good thing. So first off, like my, my first initial thought about like you saying like doing everything is kind of bad. I agree and disagree because like on a on the big level you capture way more customers you know it's like the super Walmart you go there and it's really easy and convenient but if you want specialty things and you want special treatment the the independent unique shop for whatever service it is will be better you know like they have a better security they have a better um, arrangement and options for you so it's like they cannot compete on it, but the scale of things, it's way easier now. But with that, like you said, there's a lot of risk that comes with it because like the scam artists, they're like, oh yeah, because they're doing everything, they're not good at everything. So it's like they can weasel their way in there and just like making mm -hmm. some money, you know, and it will be buffed out over time, but it will be in general less secure. You know, that is like my first um, thought about it but i think it's the it's the best move nowadays because like everything is getting more and more integrated and the they maybe fail and then the next app will implement everything they did and what facebook did into one new app and then and so well, on it's kind of already happened right i mean yeah um, i mean we had another app kind of start up in the last two weeks that we haven't really talked that much about and that's threads right and what is yeah. threads well that's twitter and what's kind of come out too is who are the people that started Threads? Well, some of them are ex-Twitter employees, which there has been some weird lawyer rocky swaps there of like, well, talk, speaking of NDAs, you know, yeah. and I, I, I think it's interesting, right? Um, now, now I think that's an, a, another conversation to have of like, you know, do you think Threads um, can come in and take Twitter's old spot now that Twitter's all over the place? Does that leave an opening for Threads to be like, cool, we're going to do what they used to do really well, but now we're going to do that well? Yeah, so on that note, Fred, I don't know if you signed up with it, but I'm like usually, okay, if I hear about something, I try to be an early bird. And, you know, it's easier said than it's done. I hear the two or three times, then I signed up with it. And I could have been maybe a day earlier, and that would have been my fastest. And Fred's was kind of interesting because they give you like um, basically um, your, your um, sign-up number. So you, what number are you? Are you like sign-up number 40 million, you know? And I was... 40 million you know and then i was like checking out who were the early adapters and it was like really interesting like gary Vee was like i think at seven or eight hundred so i was like okay 
that guy signed up very early. He knew about it before most people knew about it. Now I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, let's go into like, you know, in Instagram, they have those channels. And I'm like, let's check out if he was promoting it early on and if I could have shaved a couple days and to gain early access or more momentum. And he announced it. I'm like, God damn, if I would have listened to that guy and would have followed, I would have been faster, you know? But do you see Fred's being a long-term thing? Most likely, I'm already like bored with it, and I, I like Twitter from the, the the message and the you know freedom of speech aspect way better. Even though with freedom of speech, there's a lot of like um, talk that you don't like. <laughs> yeah, well, visuals for that matter too. Yeah, um, I, I I yeah, and I personally, I guess my first thought of Thread, you know, my, I I did it for my art Instagram and. What was odd about it, there, so one of the first things that was really odd about it was that there was people's thread that wasn't even in my network that I saw, and people that were interacting with mine that were never anywhere in my network. So in a way, that's good, right? Because you're, you're getting new eyeballs in theory. But what was weird is I felt like there was this weird disconnect with people posting it where they were like, yeah. this isn't even my audience usually. This is like, um, and, and it's very weird because it's trying to also still have images in it, which is weird because it's not, it's like, I would just use Instagram for that because it's just doing a better job because even the, the images and what they look like in a thread, it just looks like a stupid embedded image. Yeah. Um, oh, so I don't know. And then sad. talking about their branding, not that great either. I mean, it's, it's a very... Like even their logo, their their logo looks kind of like um just like a link, and I don't know. It just doesn't it doesn't do much for me. I, I will say this: at least X at least gets me interested. I at least lean in, and I'm like, all right, X, what are we doing yeah. here? This is all futuristic. Where Thread was just Thread repeated over itself in a curly thing, and like that's it. Let's pay that guy a hundred grand. He did a great job branding <laughs> this. Yeah, with that being said, though, um, I think like the X logo is a little bit harsher to digest, you know, because it's like not smooth, does not make a lot of sense. Freds, on the other hand, the app was so smooth implemented, and that was like a master marketing move on, on the suck, you know. He's like, oh, yeah, everybody who's using Instagram, Facebook, you know, it's easy to sign up. Just click this button, and you're a user, you know. And obviously, when people see it, they're like, oh, yeah, why not? It goes fast. You just click it, done, you know. And yeah. that's how he generated, like, I think, like, it was 100 million users in a couple of days. I'm like, fastest growing app. And I'm like, if Twitter would do the same thing with, like, a Instagram competitor, what I would like like to see because, like, it would be cool getting some, like, video content on Twitter that is, like, um, searchable with algorithms and all the good stuff you know would be nice but they would not pull the same numbers you know they would maybe pull like a couple million maybe you know yeah yeah well you're right they don't have the user base to kind of pull from that that facebook does facebook just has this massive ecosystem at this point and i think that's what they're all trying to do right i think the thinking is if we make our our ecosystem so big then it'll never fail we can never have facebook fail if it's tied into all the banks and all these different yeah. things how could we ever have it fail so i think that's the thinking there and um, I think you brought up a good point, though, that the X is like this kind of harsher, more straight edge, right angles on it. It's it's kind of more sharp. Um, it's very interesting, right? Because the Twitter logo was kind of more soft. There was all these curves, all these yeah. kind of circular shapes. And it's funny on a branding level, 
Um, one of the first things you learn in any kind of branding academy or school is that like understanding kind of softness versus hardness, right? And yeah. like even your logo. So my logo is all these jagged shapes and stuff. So it gives you this kind of jagged, <laughs> rigid. cutting edge, serious. A lot of a lot of male logos obviously have more rigid, where a lot of female logos have more curves. But like you know, I think. It, but it's the same thing here, where like Twitter has now done this kind of push now, where they're like, we don't want to be the soft, cuddly app now. We want to be the cool kids with the sunglasses in the in the alley. And so we'll yeah. see if that works. Yeah, I just hope they survive. Like that's that's what because like from a freedom of speech standpoint, it's an app that needs to be there. You know, is everything on there nice? No, it's not. Does it have a lot of flaws? Yes, it does. Well, I think it's a good thing, but with smoothness, I had in mind, you know, more the you have the bird he was tweeting, you know. Now you got the X that is like Xing. doing nothing. Yeah, you, you, you see, there is no smooth transition to from Xing to you know. So it's like now it's a hard transition. By Facebook, it was like you know you have mm -hmm. threads and you're threading some comments, you know, and that kind of made sense, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm like sharing, that, that, that's yeah, so it's like it's smoother, and I'm like it's well more. There's some thought behind it, you know, that makes it easier to digest. But it's like it's too smooth. Yeah. But the X really rubs it in. We're different. We're doing now some shenanigans, and it's just like, huh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I I could see. You know, I'm hoping that like it, it really works out in the way that they they take this opportunity to do new things, right? You know, if we're gonna really do something new, let's do something new, right? How do we yeah. make a new social media thing? You know, it's it, so it, it would be disappointing if this is just like a, a skin only rebrand. You see X's and it's just Twitter, but now it's with X's and like yeah, <laughs> how do how do we talk? It's not tweeting, it's Xing. It's it just yeah, the verbiage is weird. There's a lot. I hope they're having workshops. Like I hope yeah. they have one brand studio now that's gonna come in and like rub their heads and be like. Okay, so we have an X. All right, start from there. <laughs> yeah, so for all the designers, this is actually a gold mine. If you can lay out the problems mm -hmm. and come with an easier solution, it's really easy to roll in and like, hey, this kind of yeah. sucks. Um, I would do it this way, and I can do it better. Let me do it for free, and if you like it, pay me, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Well, that no, sometimes this... works. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hypothetical projects are definitely cool when you can find something that people are interested in. And, and so for any of you out there watching this, X is an interesting project, right? This is a cool thing for you to be like, if I was on that team, if Elon Musk hired me tomorrow, this is what I would do. Um, yeah. You know, and I, I don't know what I would do. I think it's a very interesting... I would want them to blow it out of the water. So I think any idea that I would have would be like, let's see how we can take the like linear things typed up and us scrolling. How do we change that? Can this yeah. can this be more like Wikipedia where I click a link in someone's tweet and it opens up another tweet and opens up another tweet? Or can we have, I don't know, like is it some... That's, that's oh. what I would be trying to push for. It'll yeah. be sad if this is just an X and it's the exact same interface. Yeah. Yeah, with that being said, like I, I think that was a banger content uh, so far. I want to hear from you guys, like what would you guys think about the logo in general, the branding, and if this is a little bit too much in depth. But I, I really like that type of stuff because there's so much um, planning, strategy, psychology, um, obviously sweat and tears behind it. Unless somebody just pressed the X button, is like that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> happens too sometimes you know there's like what is the the the, the those famous brands for a perfume or whatever that is just a font mm. oh, i forgot it dijon no anyways well, there's basically there's a famous brand out there where they use a regular font and that is like their expensive logo just to name written out in a basic font 
So yeah, some people. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, and I think um, it's funny because this makes me think back to our, you know, uh, I'll kind of use this as a segue to kind of back to our flashbacks of, of our show. But like this, this brings me back to our first episode when we talked about Donald Trump designing this plane and nobody telling him stop. I feel like this may be Elon Musk's plane that he's designing, right? And everyone's like, well, don't make Elon mad. If he says X, it's an X. That's right. It could really blow up. I mean, it could. It really could. You didn't have. It sounds like you didn't have a designer in the room making these decisions. It sounds like Elon made these decisions. Like When Elon bought Twitter, this was always the plan, I think. I don't think this is anything new. I think he was like always going to rebrand it as X. Yeah, I think Elon though has like a really good taste. So it's like he's funny. He has internet culture. You know, most CEOs have no culture at all, and they're just yeah. like you know, illuminating to everybody. And they're just like, okay, I cannot identify with this person because it's too different. At least you can laugh about his jokes or get offended. You know, it's the either or. Where other people, you just don't get it at all. You know, and it's just like yeah. weird. You know, I yeah, uh, and I and I and I'll agree. I agree with that. Uh, but I also think that um, Elon is um, he's a, an intelligent person, but he's not very intelligent for what people want, I think. I think he's good at like making things better, but not necessarily communicating with people. So, um, But yeah, so to, so to kind of move on from there, I just kind of wanted to talk about a few things um, that's been interesting in this show, I guess. A couple flashbacks. Uh, this is another example of, you know, I had planned to kind of do some clips and scenes for us to look at, but, you know, I kind of threw that out yesterday. I was kind of starting that process, and I was like, you know, I, I don't think we need to get into that. I, but I did want to yeah. kind of highlight, like, some of our favorite episodes. So so I, I guess I want to first ask you, you know, out of our 50 episodes, including this one, I know this one's your favorite, so I guess not including this one, what's your favorite episode? episode ever so i like the german one because we had some really really good um, analogies and if you know those other mm. analogies drop them down below we kind of you know want to hear about them but there were some really good ones in there um mm. what was the other one i always when i was traveling in a hotel we had a really cool one about some ai program it didn't really go as viral or anything but i kind of enjoyed it because it was an interesting topic you know so those two yeah, yeah. So that was, I think that was like episode five and six. So that goes way back. Um, so when Fitze was kind of traveling around, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the one that, that I, I, I like that one too. I like the, you know, so, so, um, so for everyone out there, it's the um, where we all began in uh, treating ideas like insert blank. And um, yeah, that was kind of one of my favorite ones too, because we really dived into like where did this all began, right? Like, where did Fitze think he was creative? And where did I think I began creativity? And I think it's an interesting thing. When I ask other creative people, you know, when do you think you became creative? When did you start liking this? It's funny because a lot of people really don't think about that. They don't really think yeah. about the beginning. Where did it all begin? Um, and yeah, but honestly, getting to the second part of that, you know, treating ideas um, in a way that, you know, not every idea is the end all be all. I, I, I thought, yeah, it was a great conversation. And it was, those were the first episodes where we started talking about AI. I think it started to pop into our sphere a little bit more and more back then. Yeah. I mean, like life changed a lot. Like uh, we are making progress on the AI spectrum. It's ridiculous. You know, it's implemented in every aspect for me now. I'm like, mm -hmm. I had like timestamps, for example, let's say I, you cut timestamps and you move everything by five minutes, you know, ChatGPT free, make it minus five, and it will write it down for you in the right format. I just did that the other day because, like, mm. I could do it manually with my head, you know, like, okay, 14 minutes minus five because the whole mean uh, video is like five minutes shorter now, and it's like obviously always an odd number, so you always have to do some math, and it's really annoying. 
no, mm -hmm. copy and paste ChatGPT free and tell him what you want to do, and he gives you the list, and it's great. Yeah, yeah, and I and you know so and obviously I I think yeah I use it too. I mean I'd be lying to you. I use it a lot for coding now, and I'm I've been thinking about even um, starting to use um, uh, Git. Git some um, Git has like a, a an AI that helps you write code now too. So I've been kind of looking at that. They'll like write the code yeah. for me as I write it, like autocomplete, but for code. Um, but anyway, yeah. So it's really so it's interesting because throughout this podcast too, we've we've seen how like we've gotten initiated. So 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 it's think it's funny to think back to to our episode on Mid Journey, um, which I think was like in our early teens of episodes. I think you know yeah. that's that's one of our most popular episodes ever. You know, obviously for SEO reasons, probably because it just popped off. But I think um, what was really fun about that is I think we had this kind of play in there. We actually kind of showed people like what's in what's the most beautiful woman when we when we refresh this. We keep having it keep going and keep refining this woman. What does that woman end up looking like? And it was kind of funny, though. You would assume like a beautiful woman is either blonde, you know, and youth mm -hmm. and whatever. No, it was brunette. I'm like, huh? Yeah, it was interesting. Like a common phrase that an AI thinks brunette. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because we're really. Yeah, we were really good on the beginning of it of not putting brown hair, not putting like blue eyes, not putting any of these things and just letting it go. And um, yeah. and it was cool. It was cool how it kind of, you know, it just kind of kept changing and changing. And then, you know, even fun things where, you know, uh, I was like Brad Pitt making pizza or something like that. I forgot what it exactly was. But I think that was one of my favorite episodes because there was like this cool state of play. I think a lot of people were like not really familiar with it yet, including us. And I think it was just cool to like, even see people's reaction that had never played with Midjourney and saw our episode and were like, whoa, this looks like a really fun thing to play with. Um, so that was definitely one of my favorite episodes, you know. Um, so I think, you know, it was that one. I think the fourth episode, we're talking about space badges. I think that was a really that fun was a episode. That too. That, that um, was a really good one because that ranked on YouTube well, you know, and it was really mm -hmm. themed. So also comment down below what you like more, the themed episodes or you kind of like um, the, the freestyle a little bit more. But yeah, and if you, have a f if you have a favorite episode, feel free to shout that one out too because, you know, we'll, we'll look at that. If we see that you're, you guys are all liking yeah. this one type of episode, we can start to gear towards that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, you know, and so I guess to move forward too, I think some of my favorite episodes too were – kind of when we would get into some rocky stuff in our own lives. I feel like I've, I've talked to some people outside the podcast and they actually felt like that was some of the most useful stuff is, is this talking about like us getting over our, our things, right? You having yeah, clients problems. that, that weren't respecting your opinion, me having clients that were like leaving me or going to someone else and those kind of moments and like, how do we get through it? Right. Um, yeah. I think those are kind of some of the interesting ones I like to look at. Um, I think it'll be fun, like in years from now, for us to look at and be like, "Oh my God, I remember when you were dealing with all these things, and, yeah. and we had no idea what was going to happen." And I mean, like, there's always problems, and that was always my the the, the the main reason why we do the podcast. I'm like, I want to talk to Sean because he figured stuff out that I haven't figured out. I do stuff that Sean doesn't really do, but kind of wants to do, should do, with like, oh, I should post a video so my art gets, you know, um, mm -hmm. checked out and stuff like that. And that is like one of the things where it's like, this was about learning. This was about like, you know, doing the next thing where we're struggling with and what would be um, the solution that somebody else would do, you know, because like when you're stuck in your own head, you don't see the solutions and they're sometimes really easy and you just don't see it, you know, it's like, it could be a thumbnail. 
every thumbnail you do is black and you can't see to see what the problem is just because it's always black for example you know it's like oh i need colorful thumbnails now it makes all sense you know but you wouldn't mm -hmm. think about it if not somebody else steps in because we all live in our world and we just see what we want to see and it's like we're, we're yeah. stuck in a world kind of if that makes sense so you need yeah. external input Oh yeah, a hundred percent. You know, and um, and it's been good. You know, I think even just us being able to see the data on these episodes. When do people drop off? When do people get on? Um, it's good. It's it's so so. We've just been having this kind of experimental outlook on this podcast since the very beginning. And so, with that being said, I guess what what are some things I guess you want to see in the next fifty episodes? I guess what are some things that people should expect out there for us? Um, what do we want to start doing a little bit more or better? Yeah. So I feel like um, I kind of right now because like. I was like, okay, life is tough right now, and we had our things going on, and we got a, we got like a little bit lazy, slacking, you know, moving things around because like, oh, we can because of X, Y, and Z, and obviously that's not really beneficial because like it impacts everything. So I kind of want to go a little bit more back to the more rigid, and just um, lesser effort but more rigid, and then maybe expand again and trying to give a good push but i'm obviously there's flexibility and there's a lot of things that i just learned so i'm like i kind of want to implement all the new knowledge kind of if that makes sense okay what's well, one of those things give me give me a tidbit of some of that new knowledge what's what's one of the thing, one things you want to implement um ndas <laughs> For all you guys out there, he had his first NDA he signed, so so now he wants to implement that everywhere, just no. so you guys all understand where that no. came from. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I would not do that. Um, obviously, it's just like um, we're not been very active. Like we, we were talking about like the one thing, volume, for example, you know, I was like, okay, I wanted to post on Instagram a lot. It's like basically the thing that I wanted to do beforehand that has nothing to do with the NDA, but it's basically one of those things, you know, where mm -hmm. it's like volume matters a lot and it's like i was not thinking how much it matters you know and it's like it's really easy to slack off and it's like okay let's schedule everything and there's a big difference in between scheduling and actually um, posting yourself i kind of did the experiment on my other channel so that's why i learned a lot and i'm like okay i'll create before consume i schedule free videos every day you know and it uploads every day mm -hmm. you know and i did the schedule it was horrendous. So I'm like, I, I don't even bother. But if I go to the app, what do you I mean manually? Yeah. So what do you mean by horrendous? I guess I just want to pause you. What do you mean by it was horrendous? Was it horrendous like work wise, or what do you mean? Um, impact wise, like it would oh, not okay. get picked up and stuff like that. If you post it organically, it apparently um, hits everything way better. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's okay, like kind of yeah. like um, more the volume game, and then also the quality game that I want to implement. But I, I need to find my, my, you know, I have to, there's a pendle that we all have and we have to mm -hmm. pendle in our swing. And when we know how we swing, then we know when we can work hard and how we hit it hard. And what is, you know, when I say, oh, I will edit everything right now. And now it comes out, I have things going on. I'm like, oh, I guess I cannot because I'm unaware of my schedule, you know? Mm, okay. So it's like about pendling in and then hitting it hard again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I could see that, you know, um, I think, uh, you know, I think any podcast duo has to split things up. I've, I've definitely been, I think the last month or two, I've been posting a lot more um, of our clips and stuff, which I think has helped. I've, yeah. uh, we've gotten a lot of good feedback from that. A lot of people have been um, subscribing. 
Um, but you're the one that started all that months and months ago. Um, so yeah, I think that's something I'd like to see you start to take up again because I think yeah. it had such good success, right? I think that was where we saw some of the best success was because, you know, obviously this is a long form thing. So for any of you that are still watching, like, and subscribe, but like, you know, this long form content, a lot of people don't sit through a lot of it. You know, I, I like yeah. it because I like to put it on in the back. I'm a guy that likes to paint and have a podcast in the back, our, our design yeah. website. Um, but but you're right. It's the, it's you've been right since the beginning of like you know it's the short form. The short form is what draws the people in, you know. And then when they like us, they'll get to the long form content. So, yeah. I think yeah, I I, I would like what to do more of that as well. It's for sale apparently, isn't it? Sorry, what? Your art, you know, that is like one of the things. <laughs> like if you get the traffic from the reels, and you you know, podcasting is kind of a source of traffic. It's like making a blog post on the internet. It's like a website. You know, it's like generating traffic. What is a good thing? And obviously, you have to provide value. So that's why I'm like, yeah, um, we we can promote our products and things, and but obviously, this is more about the community of like you know, being an artist, making um, mm -hmm. the free freelance lifestyle happening and being a creative in general you know so it's not about we want to sell you everything we want to you know follow us it's it's more about we want to hear from you we want to build this community because ai is kind of taking community away from us you know yeah yeah well i think i think so i think that's what that's what this all kind of comes out for me i know that my my thoughts in this podcast have never really been you know at least in the short term for me to really get new clients or get get yeah. all these things or get monetized or sell sell cups you guys should buy a cup they're still for sale um but Thank you know I, I i think it's for me it's all about you know, it's just about connecting with people and getting my voice out there and me having an identity. I keep talking about that to a lot of creatives of like, the biggest part of, of your success is your identity. And the problem that a lot of creatives make is they, they work so hard on their identity, you know, they're, they'll put out the podcast, the posts, they'll put on the LinkedIn messages, they'll do all of these things, they'll go to the networking meetups, they'll do all of that stuff, then they get the job, then they stop everything. Because, oh, I got the yeah. job, I got the goal, why would I market myself, I already got the thing. Then a year Burn passes. Out. Then the year, then the job ends, and now you have nothing. You haven't built anything. Nobody knows about you or any of the things you do. So it's like the, the identity has to always happen, and it can't stop once you get work. That's that's the thing too. I keep running into with myself is like, once I get busy with all these projects, you can't stop marketing yourself. You can't just like, okay, cool, wanted. Now we'll just disappear on the internet for two years. Like, no, you got to keep going. I mean, you can. The problem is if you let something go down, it is really hard to pick it up again, and. I, I saw it on the internet with people who are doing daily vlogs and daily posting, you know, and like after you burn out, it's more likely that you never pick it up really consistently. So that's like one of the things where it's like if it breaks, it breaks, you know, and most people are too weak to um, force it because you need an extreme men uh, mental strength and, you know, like a good work ethic to just like I, I just pick it up anyways, you know. So like yeah. when Rachel had a Duolingo street, you know, 400 days or something like that, doing Duolingo, learning a German, you know, mm -hmm. after it broke, it broke, you know, and it's just like, it's nothing wrong with it, but it's mm -hmm. really hard to pick it up again, you know, unless there's like external motivating factors, like opportunities, situations that maybe can spark the fire, but you know, don't break habits. Yeah, well, well, and create sustainable habits, right? So, so exactly. for people like me, um, we get told by people like you, post more, post more, post more. But I would say if posting more breaks it, and if posting more is going to push things too hard, and it's going to make it 
terrible in a few months? Are, are posting more makes you feel angry when you don't get the likes because you work so dang hard on posting? Yeah. then I would say, no, calm it down. Do one a week, do one a month, but keep it going is going to be the biggest thing. Don't ever like let the full stop happen. Like, and if that means yeah. slowing down, like even this podcast, we've seen that where we've had to be like, Hey, let's just give it some space because it's either that, or we try to ram it down the turnpike and we get angry and we quit this podcast. And, yeah. and so, so it's that sustainability too, of like, know when to let off the accelerator too. be like, it's okay. I don't have enough time to do this, but I'm not quitting. I'm going to just do a little bit less. Yeah, and it's a marathon, and there's no judgment, and it's all about, like, you know, building community, and if it's just a community between us two, but if there's more people, we appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah so we'll, we'll go ahead. We'll keep this one a short one. I mean, um, I would say, you know, all of these last episodes have been really, really cool. I think, you know, we both want to see this get better and better. We have some guests that are going to be coming down the road. Um, also, just want to say in a month we're going to be doing some more in-person um, podcast, which is going to be great. There's going to be more live streams, things like that happening. So, so I'm excited for it, man. I think, um, I think for everyone out there, you know, please keep liking, keep subscribing. Um, please keep commenting. I, I love that we're starting to get some good, good comments, getting some really good emails, giving us some feedback. And, and so, so for everyone out there, just keep, keep shooting us stuff. We love the love. Um, you know, if you ever want to donate to this podcast, you can um, find that through our anchor page, which can link to that on our YouTube. Yeah. So if you ever want to give us a few bucks, um, feel free, but we do it. We do it for the love. But, um, but yeah, other than that, man, I'm looking forward to the next episodes. I, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the go. next 50. Yeah. So have a good one guys. See you guys. See you on the